Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Abundance Hub website. I am Jess Shembury. I'm so excited to have you guys here and I'm hoping that this podcast thing is going to become more and more natural to me as I go on. Um, I really, really want to thank you guys for all of the support so far. It has been absolutely incredible. I want to let you know though that I have recorded this ahead of time. So I haven't released my podcast yet and I am just manifesting (laughs) um, the outcome. Now that is what I'm talking to you guys today about. So I thought that might be a little bit of a funny way to start this whole episode. But I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about, you know, the kind of WTF, like what the F is this manifestation stuff and and I don't know about you, but I definitely know that at the moment from from where I'm coming from and I see it happening a lot, there's a big standpoint around manifestation. I, manif- I manifested this shit, this stuff just happened because I manifested it into my life and, um, and I kind of feel like it's a really good discussion to have. I definitely, definitely agree that you can 100% manifest, visualize anything you want into your life. But what I wanted to do is in this episode, I wanted to expand on that notion or that theory or that idea that kind of gets, that runs around on social media, Um, that mentality that you can have it all or trusting the universe or relying on the universe. Like if I just you know, think positive, everything will just come my way kind of mentality. Um, I feel like when I first was introduced to the idea of manifestation, I definitely had a, I suppose, let, let me say this lightly, but I had a skeptics hat on. I was like, oh, this is just some hippie shit. Like what you're just going to sit there and think about it. And then it's going to happen. Is it? So can I manifest a home on the water or can I manifest a nice new car or can I, um, can I manifest a million dollars into my bank account? Um, I think there's a really big difference between manifesting things that, you know, might, you might feel might make you happy or have meaning, um, or might give you like momentary fulfillment versus manifesting things that, come as a result of impact. And that is my main message today. So look, as I said before, I definitely agree that it is a hundred percent true that 
if you want something badly enough or you want an outcome badly enough and you choose to focus on it and you choose to give um, give it your energy, then it is far more likely to happen. So the opposite of this is really simple, right? So I can give you an example and I'm on the fly here when I record these podcasts. So I don't I don't like to kind of have too much planned out when I'm talking to you guys because I want you to just feel like you're having a conversation with me rather than a really well-scripted um, presentation as such. But I can give you a really good example of a couple of ways that this would have impacted my life. And I'm sure that you guys can relate to this. So, you know, when you feel like um, maybe let's say like you feel unconfident and you're like, oh, I know it's going to happen tonight. I'm meant to be going out with my girlfriends and I'm get, get there and they'll all be maybe dressed better than me or blah, 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 or I'm going to get left out or Um, I bet you, you know, hubby's going to come home and he's not going to do that thing I wanted him to do, or he always forgets to put the bin out or whatever it may be. If you focus really, really highly on something negative, it seems to show up more. So I completely agree the opposite. And as you listen and connect into my podcast more often, you're going to find that one of my running themes has to do with where your thoughts lie, where they go, what you consciously, you know, intentionally and consciously decide to do on a daily basis because where energy goes, energy flows and and what you think is what you create. And those are some of my favorite quotes because they are just so simple. And managing our state is one of the hardest, hardest things that we can do in our life. We can be so reactive to things that are going on around us. And if you haven't heard, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to get used to this. I think it's episode number, mm, I think it's episode number two. Am I willing to think about this differently? It's two or three. So um, we haven't got too far yet, but that that completely talks about, you know, choosing to see things in one way or another way. And so in terms of when we're talking about manifestation, it's completely the same thing where you're thinking about something enough that it may come true. Um, so I know that sounds a little bit, I mean, maybe not as positive as you'd like it to, but I have a couple of bones to pick with the whole Um, the way I believe people are perceiving this manifestation thing. So I've seen it so much, especially on social media where people are like, I manifested this into my life and look what I did. I just thought about it enough and, and now poof, here it is. It's come into my life. And I am like, I've got two trains of thought with that because most of the people that I see posting this stuff, I know full well that they worked so damn hard to get where they were. I know that they didn't manifest it into their life. They spent years, um, you know, weeks, months, years, decades in terms of focusing their energy on long-term vision and outcome. So I think when we look at that, we need to make sure that when we're looking at the word manifestation, we don't take it lightly. We don't take it as I'm just going to sit there and have a a little meditate and I'm just going to think these things into my life. Um, So intentional living versus just thinking about things enough um, that they'll just happen. Um, I think one of the biggest things that people do do when they think about the word manifestation is they confuse work with manifestation 
or they forget um, that there really does need to be a vision and a really strong energy that aligns towards what they're trying to manifest. Um, so for me, I love the word manifestation. I love saying, you know, yeah, I can, I visualize that car park or I, I, I feel like I've manifested this into my life. But what I think what I believe is that manifestation really is kind of a fancy word for energy and purpose. And I think that when your energy is aligned and when you're living on purpose, the universe then reflects back to you exactly where you spend your energy. So you can manifest absolutely anything in you put your mind to, whether it's positive or negative, but you need to understand that without the energy, without the action, there won't be momentum, there won't be focus, there won't be consistency, there won't be strategy. Um, instead, the hope of something saving me. And I think this is the message I'm trying to get across to you. So I want to kind of tell you a couple of stories how and how, you know, manifestation or visualization has really helped me. And I want to give you these examples because when I started getting into the idea of you know, you can manifest anything. This is where it all began for me. So I remember years and years ago, we're doing the Christmas shopping or we're we're attempting to do the Christmas shopping because we're just trying to park and it's stressful enough because, you know, we're, we're in the shops. I'm with mom. She's driving. I'm yelling, there's a park, there's a park. Um, and mom's in a fluster and like, Needless to say, we took a long time, a long, long time to get a park. Um, this is something that you can probably relate to, especially if you live in busy cities. Uh, there's, there's not, it's not an easy thing to get a car park. But again, when we go back to where the energy is sitting around what you're trying to achieve, you have a simple decision. So one thing that I did, especially when I had my daughter, Scarlett, it started about two years ago when she was about five. And we used to go to this market near our house and it was always busy and there was always lots of what I would call like stuck up people there. So not the most friendly people in the world, more like the people that are, you know, really wealthy and retired and don't care about anyone else or just arrogant people. And, and yes, the market cost, you know, it was expensive food. And, but what I found at first is that Number one, I felt out of place, but number two, it was a pain in the butt to get a car park. And so I used to say to my daughter when she was about five, what if we visualize like a certain type of car leaving right when we pull into the driveway, right when we're about, we're always going to get VIP. So what I was doing there is I was, I would say, I would always say it was probably going to be a white car or what do you think it's going to be today, Scarlett, a silver car or a black car, um, And it'll always be in the VIP parking. And she's like, what's VIP? And I'm like the front row, like right at the front. So we don't even have to cross the road to get into the market. And to be honest, guys, when I started doing it, I felt absolutely ridiculous. I, I I just thought it was bullshit to be honest, but I was doing it for fun. Um, and I'd heard about the notion and I knew that energy goes where energy flows. So I thought, let's start to try and prove the point. Now in the last couple of years, it has been absolutely astonishing how many times, probably I would say 95% of the time I get incredible car parks. Now this might seem like something really small, 
But if any can, anyone can relate to getting a shitty car park or having to do like three or four laps of the car park, you will understand that it would be so beneficial for you to master the art of manifestation, visualization, or manif- or mastering the art of focusing on where your energy goes in terms of being able to just produce one result this simply. So just to produce the result of getting a great car park would be enough to, to try this, this theory out, right? So if I can get really good car parks all the time, my, my message to you guys is what else is possible for you? Now, a car park seems like something simple, but another thing that I do a lot of, and, and I want to tell you guys, like, trust me, we've done this, we've tested this, we've done this with my husband, we've done this with my parents, we've done this with other friends of mine. And when I'm not focusing, when I've got chitter chatter in my ear or when, you know, um, I haven't had the time to kind of verbally think through my head or say verbally, what car park do you think we're going to get? It doesn't work. It just never works. And then when I do it the right way, it always works for me. Um, Even my husband, who's probably one of my biggest skeptics when it comes to this manifestation stuff, has started doing it. I don't know if he does it all the time, but I definitely know that when we've done it together, it has worked. And he's been pleasantly surprised in terms of the outcome. So what I want you guys to think about is that if it can work with something as simple as that, how else can you then start manifesting things into your life? Now, obviously with that, that isn't a really good example of just energy. It's just a good example of going, well, I can visualize it happening just as I would do with my mission statement every morning, which is basically, you know, a list, a a piece of paper that sets out in stone what's happening for me or what has happened in the future. And I read it as though it's already happened. So I see that as a form of, you know, visualization, manifestation, um, casting forward to the future and putting my energy exactly where it needs to be to make sure these really big and incredible things happen. But what I do with that mission statement is that every time I read it, I start to think about actionable steps that need to happen for those things to happen. So I am going to do an actual podcast about the mission statement, but I'll give you an example of something that it says. So it says something like, um, I have a certain amount of people in our abundance hub community. This impacts this many people, the ripple effect of that brings amazing, amazing. Uh, what does that say? I don't have it in front of me. It brings an incredible impact to the economy. It helps the energy of the world. More people are able to live in a beautiful state because of what I do, etc., etc. Now, when I read it, I honestly think to myself, okay, so this, this is already happening. This is going to happen. This, this is something that the wheels are in motion of. What can I do today to get closer to that goal? So as well as just the energy being forced towards the outcome, it's like, okay, what can I do today towards the goal? So I want to give you an example. Um, I can use this one a fair bit because I love health and fitness, but you know, manifesting the dream body or, um, or, you know, the weight loss that you want to have or whatever it may be, obviously just thinking about it isn't really enough. So without the action, without the energy, without momentum kind of coming and building, and then without focus and consistency, and, and lastly, without strategy, 
no, no real manifestation of anything like that, in my opinion, can completely happen. So there are lots and lots of theories out there and I'm no expert in terms of any of this, but yes, there are people I know of that say, I just thought myself skinny. I just continually told myself every single day, I've got the body of my dreams. I've got the body of my dreams. And then poof, I'm whatever, would they're skinny. They've lost 20 kilos, whatever it may be. Um, I personally feel like there would have definitely been some action, some energy, some momentum, and some consistency behind those manifestation thoughts. So what I want to encourage you guys to do is use these kind of, these kind of podcasts as a little bit of a, I suppose like a little bit of an eye opener, a little bit of a friendly reminder that we really do need to make sure that when we're listening to podcasts and when we're listening to ideas out there in the world is that we don't just listen and go, well, that's a good idea. That sounds like a cool thing to do. Manifestation's good. I'm going to write, I want to be a millionaire by 2020, or I want a, uh, whatever, I don't know, um, a new house or a brand new car, whatever it may be. Um, by this day and then just feel like you can just continually say it to yourself and it will happen. Um, I want you guys to listen to these podcasts and go, okay, this is a cool theory. This is a cool thing I've heard a fair bit about, but now what are my actionable steps? Because if you're listening to one podcast a week, the idea is not to have to listen to this 1000 times for the message to get through. So if I was you and I was writing notes, I would have down there manifestation requires action, energy, momentum, focus, consistency, and strategy. There is no point hoping your way or hoping that manifestation will be a, I'm trusting the universe. Someone's coming to save me. I hope and pray this will happen mentality. Manifestation should have one of those, um, I don't know what they're called, but it should have like uh, I think it's a synonym. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> um, but it really should. Manifestation needs to be expanded on so much. And, and when I talk about it, I want you guys to know that, yes, there are ways, little ways in life that you can prove things to yourself. So you can say like, why don't I start seeing how, how strong a force my energy can be just the energy alone. Because what I said before is that to manifest something, you need number one, to focus energy towards that. You need a vision. So you need energy, you need focus, you need momentum, you need action, you need consistency, you need strategy, and you need a vision. But you can start with just one of those things. So you can say, all right, so manifestation is one of those things. There's a lot of different aspects, but what can I manifest just from energy? So just from positive thinking. Now that might be, let me give you a great example Um, That might be, I am having issues in my relationship and all I seem to think about is what's going wrong. So I'm going to try and manifest that my partner comes home one day and does something unexpected for me. Now, the energy required to manifest that into your life is not just hoping, praying and wishing and trusting the universe that it will happen. The energy required there is like, okay, well, I need to give love. I need to, you know, sustain that state of love. I need to give compassion. I need to show up as my whole self and I need to put my best foot forward so that it's more likely 
that that will happen so that it's more likely that this person that I so desire to give me more attention will. So the energy shift needs to come from you in order to get the result that you want. Just like the energy of me driving into the car park saying, oh my God, it's so busy in here. These people are always assholes, blah, blah, blah. There's never any parks. This shopping center sucks versus, oh, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen today. And it's so nice when the universe delivers and having that energy around what you're going into is so important. So you could start with, I'm going to shift the energy. And then if that doesn't work for you as well as you hoped, then you might like to add some focus. You might like to add a strategy. So if we're going back to the relationship exercise that I just kind of touched touched on briefly there, there might be a strategy of, well, for the next four or five days, I am not going to pick on my husband. I'm going to give him praise. Um, I'm going to make sure that his dinner's always made or whatever, whatever the thing may be for you, I'm going to give him the, the love that he, or the affection that he desires, or I'm going to give him the space that he desires, or I'm going to talk to him about his day, but I'm going to have a strategy around the result I'm looking for. So then you've got your energy and then you've got your strategy. Then you might have a strategy and action, a kind of hand in hand. So then you might have some action steps that, you know, need to happen. So I'm going to go grocery shopping and I'm going to really work on my own, um, levels of love and compassion this week. So I'm going to tune into some podcasts. So as a result, I'm going to have a better mindset. I'm going to exercise more regularly because I know that that also gets me in a good mood. And so now when I'm talking to you about this, does it make more sense that now you can see how you can physically manifest something through action, energy, momentum, focus, consistency, and strategy, rather than just thinking it, thinking it, hoping it, and thinking, well, someone's going to come and save me. Um, I'm trusting the universe and it will all just happen if I think about it enough. I hope it does guys. <laughs> and I feel like I'm talking super fast today. I must be getting really excited. Um, But I think that what most people do is when they are manifesting from a space of having no idea what they're really doing is they're almost manifesting going, well, this is what I don't want. And really that energy is then being pushed into the things that are negative instead of the things that are positive. Um, So in saying all of that, I, I really do hope, I think I had a little bit of a rant today, but like I said, these are always meant to be authentic and easy to listen to. And I want you to feel like we're just having a conversation at home. Uh, any of my good friends will know that I love a rant and I often don't stay on track, but most of the time my message gets through in one in one way or another. <laughs> um, I do have some things to leave you with though. And these are some of the lessons that I've learned. I have picked these up from people along the way, but I feel like they're really, really important in terms of, of learning how to manifest things and in terms of learning how to kind of go forth into the world, knowing that you're creating a beautiful space for yourself and your family in the future because most people do really want to manifest, to visualize and to create abundance in their life for the future. Most people, yes, they want the things, they want to manifest the things. But what I really believe is that what you need to focus on is manifesting the impact or the legacy that you can leave with this world. And those things then come as a byproduct and as a result. So 
let me kind of go through these, you know, these, I, I would call them some of my greatest lessons. Um, but there's some really simple things that you can carry forth with every single day. And no doubt if you're able to do these things, and if you're actually really serious about changing your life, then trust me, if you try these things, you will find the manifestation visualization part will come really easily. So the first one is sustaining a state of love as often as you can. This sounds so simple, but it just really isn't. Um, it's something that becomes a learned, uh, I suppose, a learned part of your personality. Now, when I talk about sustaining a state of love, ask yourself, if you're in a negative space, if you're in a space where you're going, that person's this, this didn't happen today, I don't have this, is that a state of love? I would say no. So sustaining a state of love is something that you really need to work on. I really suggest you listen to some Deepak Chopra podcasts if you're looking for some stuff around that. So you can get that through Oprah Soul Sessions. Um, I'm sure you can find tons of stuff on YouTube as well. But Deepak Chopra, his, you know, his big message is just having a state of love and and sustaining it as often as you can. Another thing that, you know, he has he has taught me and that I have loved through his messages is that your greatest teacher is your inner silence. So meditating daily and having a really firm commitment to yourself around time on your own within your thoughts, like being just in your deep thoughts and in your inner silence is really important. And I actually, I believe I heard Oprah say it not long ago on a podcast I was listening to, but she basically said, if you're looking for enlightenment, greatness, impact, and legacy, you will never have any of it if you don't have a really firm spiritual practice in your life. Now, I know for myself, my my meditation comes or goes hand in hand with me reading my mission statement, and it has profoundly changed my life to give myself that time every single day sometimes multiple times a day. And when I tell you this, I need you to know that I never, ever thought I would meditate on a daily basis. I just thought it was ridiculous. I thought, what, you're just going to sit there and try and be calm. And I remember years ago, we would try to meditate and I would be itching and scratching and fidgeting. And I would be thinking about groceries and my mind would wander. And one of the, you know, one of the things I felt like happened to me when I got into this meditative state, well, I clearly wasn't there yet because it wasn't working for me, but I would start thinking about the past and the future and all those things. Um, and it, honestly, it just didn't serve me at all. So I started really slow with my meditation game and I'm definitely not there yet in terms of spiritual awakening. But guys, I'm here to be real and I'm here to say to you, like five minutes a day is better than nothing. So don't be a cop out and don't like say to yourself, well, I can't do it because all you need to do is Google, look up on YouTube, get a podcast, download a song and go five minute meditation and just sit there, press play and listen to it. And you're, you're better than most people if you just commit to that. So don't underestimate the power of the messages and the lessons that people like Deepak Chopra, like Oprah Winfrey and the many, many more people that you can tap into for free on podcasts can have in your life because these people are living outstanding, incredible, sensational, phenomenal lives. Like 
these people are the people you want to be listening to. So you want people to inspire you. And sometimes the messages they give might sound really outlandish. They might sound really, you know, well, that's good for you. I'm sure you've got plenty of time to meditate. Um, or wow, I'm so blessed that someone like Oprah or Deepak could have shared with me something so simple that can change my life. Again, guys, this is back to energy. It's back to the way you look at things. It's back to, well, what do I put my focus on the negative or the positive of this, you know, of of this message. So sustaining a state of love as often as you can, meditating daily, knowing that your greatest teacher is your inner silence. And most importantly, knowing that your time is now not choosing to focus on yesterday because the past really is in the past. It can't, it can't be repeated. Um, it can't really be changed. So not yesterday. Don't focus on what happened yesterday. Don't focus on what might happen tomorrow. Just focus on how you show up today and know that your time is now because as sucky as it is, we do have a limited time here. And so if we're not willing to kind of pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and really own who we are, show up today as the person we want to be. Well, what, what do we show up for in the future? Because today is today, the, today, the time, here we go. Always got to be one fumble or two, but today your time is now. You only have today. You may not have tomorrow. You may, you definitely don't have yesterday, but today you get to decide how your life plays out. And so focusing on that, focusing on that, the most important time is now is something that um, I always focus on, especially when I have trouble getting out of bed in the morning or eating the right food or enjoying a laugh or being social. I'm like, my time is now or doing the work or meditating. I'm like, there's no way that these things are going to be of detriment to me today. So I'm going to do them because I know they're giving me so many beautiful experiences along the way. And then finally, I want you guys to focus on the impact. I have learned this. This has been one of my greatest lessons. And this is from some of my mentors in one of my online businesses. And no focus on impact and legacy. Think about how you provide value to the people around you. Because when you think about that, and it doesn't, it honestly doesn't matter what you do. So Gary V is a great example of this, guys. He started with his wine diaries and all he did was add value. That's all the guy did. And it's all he does today. And look where he is. Look who he is. Look what he's created. I don't know if he's a unicorn company yet, but he's, I'm pretty sure, a multimillionaire, if not a billionaire by now, because of the impact he provided, the value he provided, the legacy he's providing. And you might be sitting there saying, yeah, well, that's great, Jess, but I just work at the coffee shop. Well, guys, there are definitely areas to excel and impact on any level at any single job you have. I know that, and anyone can relate to this, that there have definitely been really cool baristas that I have impact that have left impact on my life. There are people that I'm so proud of in their business or that give off this cool energy or that just add something to my day that makes me want to go and spend money with them. Now, when you focus on impact, when you focus on how do I add value, if you were a simple barista, coffee maker, 
toasted sandwich wrapper, and please don't take any offense to this cleaner, whoever. I am not saying your jobs are less worthy. What I'm saying is that if you're sitting there in a doubtful state and you're going, well, my job isn't as important as yours. I don't have a podcast or I'm not a coach or whatever it may be. Then you need to get in check with the fact that I just said, focus on the impact, the legacy and how you provide value, because you can do that in any single job you have. And trust me, big ideas come from such small beginnings, like the wine diaries, for example, big ideas come from such simple, small ideas. It's just the people that focus on impact, legacy and value. They're driven towards manifesting all the shit they want in life. They're driven to getting the cars and the boats and the houses and the experiences and the holidays and the clothes and the choices and the opportunities because they're focused on the impact. They're not focused on themselves. They don't go and say, I want to manifest a new Range Rover and I don't know how I'm going to get it. They go, I want to focus on impact. So if you are literally sustaining a state of love every day, if you're taking time for yourself, for your health and well-being, you're meditating, you're reading your mission and vision statement, you're taking time to exercise. If you know that your time is now, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but living now as if there is no tomorrow and not stressing about what happened in the past, then there's nothing you can do but focus on your impact and focus on how you provide value. And if you do that, guys, I promise you, if you do that with wholehearted, unapologetic, fucking full force towards what you want, then you will become a success and you will 100,000 million percent manifest whatever you want into this life of yours and into this life of the people around you. So I hope you loved that. And I know that it took me a while to get going, but you know what? I promise myself I'm going to show up for you guys every single week and sometimes, you know, with more energy than others, but always here unapologetically authentic, real, um, and here to serve you guys. Because for me, I focus on the impact and the value I can add. And me sitting up, you know, at all hours of the night recording these podcasts for you is as free content is me focusing on the impact. So if you enjoyed this, please share it. Please tag me, please Instagram the holy moly is out of it. I will love you forever. I will reshare and post, repost your things because I value you guys and I want to leave a legacy beyond my years. And I hope this information really helps you move forward this week, this month, this year, and so, so further beyond. Thank you, beautiful people. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.